listening to The Weekly Brew with Austin Stepp, Jeremy Paxton, and Hunter Atkins. It's time to sit back, relax, and be informed. Welcome to a bonus episode of the Weekly Brew Podcast. My name is Austin Staten. In just a few minutes, I'm going to be joined by Hunter Atkins and Jeff Van Gundy joining us for the third time on the podcast. As you might recall, uh, Jeff broke down uh, the NBA Finals last year for us on the podcast. Also, the first round matchup for the Houston Rockets against the Oklahoma City Thunder. And he's back to do it again for you folks. That's right. The NBA playoffs for the Rockets start Sunday night as the Rockets host the Minnesota Timberwolves in the 1-8 matchup in the Western Conference first round. Jeff Van Gundy is going to analyze that series. He's also going to discuss uh, some other topics within the uh, the NBA playoff realm and, and, and also touch on James Harden. Should he win the MVP? I think the obvious answer is yes. Uh, he'll also preview a, uh, a potential showdown between the Rockets and Warriors in the Western Conference Finals and which team comes out of the East. There's a lot that could happen. Is, is LeBron going to will his team to what, a seventh or eighth straight uh, Eastern Conference championship? Are the upstart 76ers going to trust the process and emerge from the Eastern Conference, or is it going to be chalk? Are the uh, Toronto Raptors finally going to get it done in the postseason? Jeff will answer all of these questions and more here in just a few moments on the podcast. But if you want to follow our work during the postseason, uh, just go ahead and subscribe to the Weekly Brew Podcast. And you can also search for us, Weekly Brewcast, on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and, of course, YouTube. And if you want to follow Hunter, who will actually be covering the postseason for the Houston Chronicle, you can check him out at HunterAtkins35. But uh, without further ado, it's time to get to Jeff Van Gundy. So it's time to sit back, relax, and be informed. You're listening to the Weekly Brew. Jeff Van Gundy on the podcast right now. Jeff, how are you? Thank you for joining us. Doing well. How are you guys? We're good. All right. Who would you vote for MVP? Harden. And why is that? Well, best player on the best team. Uh, the one thing that gave me pause with LeBron James is that, you know, he he played in every game while Harden was out nine. And that's the that's the thing that gave me pause. But at the end of the day, I value winning. I think what Harden has done uh, with the new additions to make it a seamless transition uh, has been terrific, and they've been a dominant team all year. Kind of talking on the uh, the seamless transition, I think a lot of people had concerns going into the season that it was going to be difficult to share the ball between Harden and Chris Paul. And I think for a lot of people, a lot of NBA analysts, it seems that this experiment by Daryl Morey has sort of exceeded expectations. Did you see the Rockets, you know, winning 60 to 65 games prior to the start of the season? Well, I didn't know. I, I don't think you could say that. I thought they would be better in the playoffs than they were last year, but I, I didn't, I mean, to go from 55 to 65, that's hard to do now. And, they did it when Paul was out. They did it when Harden missed nine games. I mean, they uh, they were the best team uh, all season. Uh, and I love their level of uh, hunger and basketball skill and intelligence, all those combinations. And I think Daryl uh, did a great job in upgrading his roster, not only with Paul, but uh, Tucker and Mabute. And I think – uh, they are much better defensively this year, uh, equipped to defend the elite offenses uh, like Golden State. Uh, the Wolves have not had a good defense this year. It's something that we've sort of been talking about for years under Thibodeau, which is shocking. Do the Wolves have a chance of making this first-round series a good one against the Rockets? 
I think it'll be a tough, uh, hard-fought sweep by the Rockets. You know, I don't, I don't think the games will be easy. Uh, I think uh, Minnesota is an elite offensive team. Uh, defensively, uh, they're way below average because their younger players uh, either can't or won't defend. And you can't beat Houston in a series unless you're a committed defensive team. And so I, I think uh, Minnesota will be well-prepared. I think they'll score uh, at a good clip. Uh, I just think defensively they don't have enough talent or versatility to contain uh, a great Houston offense. And so I think Houston will sweep, but I don't think every game will just be a walkover. How difficult will it be for the Rockets on the defensive end of the ball, whether it's the first round or potentially moving into a second round with the injury concerns with Luke Balamute, who went out uh, you know, Tuesday night against L.A. with a dislocated shoulder? Well, I think it obviously takes away from their versatility. Now, I thought – Daryl did another good thing during the season in picking up Gerald Green and then Joe Johnson. It'll be interesting to see how many players Mike uh, decides to rotate in the playoffs. Uh, It'll probably be driven a little bit by matchups. I think Green is going to be an every-night contributor. Uh, I'll be interested to see do they play uh, Nene or do they play Ryan Anderson behind uh, Capella. So there are a lot of decisions to make. Uh, At the end of the day, though, they will miss uh, Luke's uh, intelligence and defensive versatility. And then for the Warriors, there's been a cliche that's been thrown out this year that they're tired of winning, uh, which seems kind of ridiculous. I know that they haven't taken the regular season so seriously, but how concerned are you about their play this season and whether that will translate into the postseason? What, they win 58 games or something? Something like that. If you, yeah, if you're winning that much, the idea that you're tired of winning or not taking it seriously is a little a bit overblown. I think, you know, it does just show you, though, how vulnerable every team is to injury. So Curry goes out, they get in a death struggle here over the last, you know, 20 games of the regular season without him. And... Let's be honest, if it happened to the Rockets with Harden, they'd be in a similar circumstance. Injuries have a huge part. You know, uh, Golden State, to me, got a huge break in drawing San Antonio in the first round with Leonard's injury. So uh, I think the champ, the championship's coming down to Houston or Golden State. Whoever wins that Western Conference Final will win that NBA championship. I think both of those teams are – considerably better uh, than the best Eastern Conference teams. And let's assume that when those teams meet, that they're at full health. How do you think that series turns out? I, I would. I think Houston wins in uh, six games. I think what? they have... Six games? Oh, my gosh. Yes. I think they have uh, a great roster, terrific coaching, uh better health than Golden State, and a hunger uh, and a desperation because they know this may be their best chance to win it. They have home court. They have better health. Uh, and so I, I, I would pick uh, Houston in six games. Wow. I'm, I'm really surprised to hear that, that the kind of confidence they have in the, in the Rockets. What about, but what about when the postseason happens? Defense matters a little bit more. Versatility and depth matters just a little bit less. And the simple math of the Warriors have four elite players, the Rockets have 
too. Well, I think in their roles, I think the Rockets have more than two elite players. I think Clint Capella is elite in his role. I think Eric Gordon is absolutely elite in his role, as is P.J. Tucker. I think you don't win this amount of games if you don't have guys uh, whose contributions are being underestimated. And I think the Rockets have a number of guys uh, who have played remarkably well but still flown under the radar because they play with James Harden and Chris Paul, who suck up most of the attention. So uh, I have no doubts that Houston is not uh, under-talented compared to Golden State. I think, you know, Golden State has a dynasty on their hands. But I think at this moment in time, Houston's the favorite. I think Houston fans just rejoice after hearing that uh, six-game guarantee from Jeff Van Gundy. But, uh, you know, when looking at the Eastern Conference, the Western Conference, what is the most interesting storyline heading into the postseason for you? Well, I'm interested in the Western Conference uh, first-round matchup, Utah and Oklahoma City. I think that should be terrific. And then I'm, I'm watching, uh, you know, Milwaukee. You know, you look at it, Milwaukee has uh, – an injured Boston team in the first round. Boston's terrific uh, defensively. They've got great wing play with Tatum and Jalen Brown. Uh, but Milwaukee will be favored to win that series. And it's quite possible that either Milwaukee or Philadelphia gets to the Eastern Conference Final. And uh, who would have thought that even one year ago? Well, it also sounds like you're suggesting that the Cavs even if LeBron plays great, um, shouldn't be favored in the East. I would, I would, you know, pick Toronto. Now, Toronto has, to me, such a difficult first-round matchup that you rarely see. Uh, Washington, for whatever reason, they're schizophrenic, uh, but they are very talented and very capable. And I think in the long run, that will help Toronto because I think they're going to be pushed in the first round and so when they go into round two against Cleveland, I expect them to be ready, and I expect their their team to play very well. You look at every offensive and defensive category, uh, it screams elite. And I think Toronto ultimately will come out of the East. I, I think they're a terrific, terrific team. You know, kind of looking at Philly, we've heard the last few years, uh, trust the process. And this year, it seems that, you know, their young stars are starting to play well. You know, they've had some injury concerns with Joel Embiid, but they have that nice winning streak toward the end of the season. On paper, it looks like they have the easiest path to the Eastern Conference, you know, representing the East in the NBA Finals. What do you make of the Sixers' chances out in the East? Well, trust the process should really, the phrase really should be trust losing. Because the NBA right now rewards losing uh, in their lottery system. So uh, they doubled down for a long time on the idea of losing. Uh, they did it spectacularly well. And they hit on some draft choices, missed on some others. And now they have this great young team with, you know, one of their best players in Embiid being uh, you know, injury prone. So, uh, if Embiid gets back, uh, talent wise, they're as good as anyone. Uh, Ben Simmons is, uh, a force, uh, that we have not seen in a long time as far as 
size, strength, uh, and how great he is, even though he, he's not a range shooter at all. Um, they've done a, a very good job of picking up some pieces during the year in Ilyasova and Bellinelli. And so uh, you're right. They have a great chance of advancing uh, to the Eastern Conference Finals. Uh, you've got a hurt Celtic team. And but I one thing people shouldn't do is underestimate Miami. I could see Miami, uh, even with Philly coming in on a 16-game winning streak, I could see Miami going into Philly and winning Game One. Uh, Miami is tough, and they're smart, and they're extremely well coached, and they're sort of flying where no one's giving them a chance. And I think they'll play very well. Listeners can. F- Hear more of Jeff Van Gundy broadcasting on ESPN and ABC in the playoffs. What series are you doing in the first round? I have uh, Saturday I ha- we have the Golden State game, and Sunday we have the Cleveland game. A lot of travel for you. Very nice. We get a lot of Jeff Van Gundy. And Jeff also is on the board at ProVision, which is an ambitious charter school in Sunnyside, Houston. What's the latest at the school? Well, we're in a capital campaign right now trying to raise money for uh, a gym and additional classrooms because the need uh, for the type of education, uh, not just in the classroom, but uh, character development uh, is growing in the Houston. It's, it's located in the Sunnyside section. Roy Nell Young is the uh, founder. Uh, he's been at this for 20 to 25 years, uh, working for the betterment of the most underserved youth in our community. And he has developed an incredible uh, place for the underserved to find uh, their true selves and to maximize their abilities. And it's been an honor of a lifetime to be on their board. So I would encourage all your listeners to go to uh, provisioninc.org and and look at the website and uh, familiarize themselves uh, with that program, but also with just the general need, Hunter, for um, more resources given to education in places where your kids may not go to school. Right on. Jeff, thanks so much as always for taking the time, man. I appreciate it. You got it. Take care, guys. Closing time. Thanks again to Jeff Van Gundy for joining us on the podcast. And of course, throughout the playoffs, you can follow him on ESPN and ABC as he will be covering, uh, you know, pretty much all the games that matter. Uh, He'll be also calling the NBA finals. He's a great analyst and a great friend of the show. Again, this is the third time that we've had him on the podcast. Uh, We hope to get him back on in the postseason as uh, hopefully, knock on wood, uh, the Rockets advance a little bit further in the postseason. And you heard it here first. Van Gundy believes that the Rockets will sweep the Timberwolves, and he thinks they will beat the Warriors in six games, all while James Harden wins the MVP for the first time. Uh, So if you're a Rockets fan, you've got to like the optimism from Van Gundy. Uh, Clutch City looking squarely at a third championship title, and just the second title, you know, a mere matter of months, the Rockets trying to replicate what the Houston Astros did by knocking off the Los Angeles Dodgers in seven games uh, during the fall classic. So a lot of excitement here in Houston. We hope that you enjoyed the bonus episode. Uh, Stay tuned for uh, another episode that we're going to drop on Sunday night, Monday morning. That's going to feature a great conversation from Jake Kaplan, who is now with The Athletic, formerly of the Houston Chronicle. We're going to break down uh, Astros baseball, uh, the, the trends to start the year, who looks good, who doesn't. 
Also going to talk about Shohai, Shohei Otani. I, I need to get to pronounce that name. I have to pronounce it correctly because he's going to be a, a force within Major League Baseball, not only this year, but for years to come. Uh, quite the two-way talent. Also, uh, Jake and I are going to make a little friendly wager, and uh, you're going to hear some stories about Hunter from spring training, so stay tuned for that on the podcast. And again, thanks to Jeff Van Gundy for joining us on the podcast. And on behalf of my co-host this week, Hunter Atkins, my name's Austin Staten. We'll see you on Sunday. You've been listening to The Weekly Brew. 